What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Life is Cooler with AC. I'm your host, Alex Cunningham, and today we've got a very special friend. Uh, he's actually the cousin to Lance Armstrong. He only has one testicle as well. Uh, ben Bradshaw, what's up, buddy? What's up, dude? Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Uh, I know that you're busy doing uh, art. So is it actually the, the Traverse City Comedy Festival right now? So the Traverse City Comedy Fest just wrapped up this past weekend. It was okay. Thursday, yeah, it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and it was like technically like the first one or like a rendition of a previous Traverse City Comedy Festival. But mm -hmm. it was way more like like the locals were local comics were like way more involved, and it was a huge the festival ripped dude. Almost every show sold out. I think. Oh, that's awesome. See, like, that's what's so cool. And like, it, it's funny that you're from Traverse City because uh, we've talked about how I've got so many friends from from up in that area. But I never knew that there was even like a scene there because it's I feel like it's it's a very uh, kind of like upscale area that and comedy is kind of like su such a, a grungy type, you know, like, wow, yeah. like we're not degenerates totally, but we're definitely like we're, we're more divey than, you know, like like the actors and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. No, it's uh. I think it's really good for uh, for Traverse up there because, like you said, it's it is like an area where um, there is kind of like some wealth and like you know certain like there's Traverse City itself is like kind of like a wealthy city, but there's like a bunch of like you know places around it that are like not like as like on the same like level, if you will. Uh -huh. Yeah, for and sure. And so. But no, man, I think people were really uh, eager to, like, get out and see, like, these shows. Again, like I said, like, a lot of them sold out. And, uh, I mean, they already, like, penned down the the second one for – or, like, the next one for uh, 2024. So. Oh, see, that's great. Yeah, it was a success, dude. Yeah, no, and, like, that's – it's so cool because uh, I know you've been doing comedy for a minute now, but you just came down to Austin. Was that your first time in Austin? Yes. Yeah. No, dude. I uh, I had a lot of fun. I stayed down there for a little under three and a half weeks, and that was basically I got there uh, Halloween weekend, okay, and stayed right up until like a couple days before Thanksgiving. Like that's when we started to head back. Yeah, because um, I think you went to one of our shows that we had Scott Woodcop, uh, which you guys can go watch his episode. Um, we had him on a show with AC squared productions and you just came to support. So we were like, Hey, we're just going to throw you on. Like I had seen you perform a couple of times, but you guys yeah. left the next day, right? It was very shortly after that. Yeah, no, I think we left. That was like a Saturday show. I think we started taking off on like that. Uh, they like that. Yeah, that's Sunday or Monday. OK, yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. So like I was the fact that you were there, like because, you know, I'd seen you at some open mics and stuff. But I was like, man, I got I want to see this guy, you know, like in front of a real crowd, not just, you know, a bunch of random comedians that don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, thanks again, man, for putting me on. That was a lot of fun. That room was really cool, too. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun yeah. room. Yeah, dude. No, that was uh, I really enjoyed uh, the space. And uh, it was Brownwood, Texas, not yeah. Brown's. Because everyone was like saying the the name wrong. Right? Uh huh. Yeah, and I think somebody uh, at one point was like Brownville, and just like yeah, just ran, yeah, and it's like just Brownwood. Yeah, yeah, Brownwood. No, that was it was cool, man. I liked uh, I liked that spot, and then also like I think I met you at Corky's, right? That was yep. where I initially met you, yep. and I know that Scott said that that's like his uh, um kind of like his like not like safe space but like you know that's kind of like his home mic in a way and it seems like oh, yeah. you guys have like a pretty close like community there in uh, uh, te uh temple texas yep yeah and and that's what's cool uh, about this area you know is that like everybody's so uh kind of tight-knit you know like i, I don't want to say super inviting because sometimes it's not inviting but whenever like how you came in with scott it was just like oh this is scott's friend all right he's cool then like w yeah. you're already accepted you know you don't have to kind of like come in and be the weird guy and you know be like oh who's this fucking weirdo probably somebody from austin yeah oh dude that's so you just remind me when you said that too though um i think just like from what i've gathered i feel like some Maybe Austin comics are viewed as, I don't know, a little pretentious, maybe? Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Because I did, uh, Scott had, like, he caught, like, a little bug or whatever, um, not COVID or anything like that, but he just, like, was a little under the weather, and so I drove out to San Antonio and did a mic, and the host accidentally brought me 
up as like this guy came from Austin, Texas, so like which I technically did come from like the Austin area, but I'm not from Austin. Right. Yeah, you and, just like, drove from there. There was a noticeable shift in like the room's energy when uh-huh. they started bringing up like Austin comics. It was really interesting to to hear. I don't know. I guess maybe some Austin comics are a little pretentious, I guess. Yeah, no, that's Scott Wickup guy. Right. Yeah, Scott's kind of a piece of shit. You ask him a question and he'll say something totally random, like, all right, I have no idea what you're talking about right now, Scott. Just shut up and go drink a beer. But no, he will. Oh, I know he will. Yeah. And eat cherries. The dude loves fucking cherries. It's the weirdest thing. But well, yeah, dude, that's a Traverse City thing, you know? Yeah, no, I and like we talked about that, and oh, before before I get in, I always forget. So uh, I drink alcohol uh, on the show. Are you drinking anything by chance? I have water, dude. All right, hey, that's all right, you know, because uh, yeah. you you lost your testicle to cancer, right? I did, yeah. Yeah, so and we're gonna dive into that. So you probably need the water, okay? So, <laughs> <laughs> you stay hydrated, but uh, I'm drinking some some gentleman Jack. Uh, and shout out to Justin Marino for uh, buying the bottle for this episode. Um, so if you want to sponsor an episode and get a shout out, uh, you can send any any donation to um, uh, Venmo is at Life Is Cooler or Cash App is the money sign. AC2 Productions. So, uh, yeah, sorry that you don't get to try any of this. It's actually really fucking smooth. No, I'm sure the bottle looks really sexy. The bottle looks smooth. Yeah, and it's big as fuck. I mean, like, that's a huge bottle of bourbon. Are you gonna, are you gonna, is that like a weekend project for you right there or no? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so, so, uh, my dog has been sick. Uh, he was just diagnosed with cancer on Monday. Oh, shit. So I've been drinking a lot more than what I generally do. So we'll 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 yeah. see. It, it'll probably be gone by the end of the weekend. I'm sorry to hear about that. I'm sorry to hear that about your dog, dude. No, thanks. You know, it's it's one of those things. Um, his, te- his it's not in his testicles. Um, they were already removed. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> it's uh, it's a liver cancer. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. We'll just you know we'll we'll attack a mine then. We'll we'll see how it goes. I was like, yeah, you'll yeah yeah. I got you, dude. Well, <laughs> sips sips for pups. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's see. I feel like that should be a good marketing strategy, you know. Sips for pups. pups. Yeah, exactly. You should get a shirt made, you know. Dude, I dude, I want to get some of my own drip. You have like, you have like a brand, dude. Like you, yeah, always. You have a brand, like Scott. Like Scott's obviously visiting Michigan right now, and we like you got brought up in conversation, and he's like, dude, he's like, Alex is like a brand, and like. You have like I have your stickers on like my uh, on my joke book by the oh, way. Oh, that's I awesome! Put Thank both you. Both of them on there. Yeah, dude. You no, know, like keep uh, keep pushing that merch, dude. Yeah, well, that's it's funny because like you uh, you're back home, so you don't get to come. But like I've got my friend actually made me like a handmade like big circle rug with my AC logo uh, on oh, it. Oh, nice. Like, that's how you walk into my office, and then I've just got my AC everywhere. You know, like just branding, man. It, like, uh, did you met Justin Marino right whenever you were in town? Justin Marino was he uh was he at the in the Corky's group or no yeah he's um he's a little bit taller than I am uh he's Mexican um got a baby face and he, he always does like kind of the um the deadpan comedy oh, okay no that that sounds familiar now yeah yeah yeah, yeah so uh, I just did his podcast he's got one called uh they said I'm funny and that's kind of uh they, they do topics and uh my topic was uh marketing and it's like everybody always thinks that I'm like this marketing whiz or whatever and it's like nah man I just I spend a lot of stupid money on shit that nobody wants to buy like <laughs> there's a huge difference no dude keep doing it man because like those uh those stickers like I have a buddy here in the Grand Rapids scene or like the, just like after shows like you know like showcases or whatever they'll just put them out and like not like have a price or anything but just be like yeah. you know if you want to toss a few bucks like you can get that money dude yeah it's a hustle sure. yeah no and like uh that, that's something that i tell people all the time and you're you're not new in the game or anything you know but i, I feel like you're you're at that moment where you're really starting to branch out like going to austin and, and, and traveling yeah. and, and doing those things so it's gonna it's a it's a pivotal moment and having something that whenever you go to these different places that you can sell and make some money, so then that way it kind of takes some of the burden off of your travels, it's a game changer. Oh, for sure, dude. Yeah, no, I got to – because, like, I do artwork too, man, and, like – Yeah, yeah. I just got to get, like, some stickers or something. Like, that's, like, the one thing that, like, for, like, this year, you know, I got, like, a couple goals and ideas in mind, but, like, one of them is to, like, just get some – just finally get some fucking stickers, you know? Yeah, well, and see, like, that's what's cool because, like, I'm not artistic at all. Like, I'm – 
very dumb when it comes to like I can barely write things legibly. You know what <laughs> I mean? So it's like I I always have to go to other people uh, for you know artwork and stuff like that. Where like with with this, it was simply like I wrote my initials and then my buddy like turned it into like a graphic and put a the logo. circle and stuff. Yeah, you know, so like that was helpful. But like without him, I could not have done any of that. But you've got the art background, so you can like do that shit, pump that stuff out. Oh yeah, dude. No, I now that I'm like I've basically transitioned like back to the uh, um, like the Grand Rapids area now. Okay. And my one of my close comic buddies, like his mom, has like the means to like make those. So now that like now that I'm like kind of like more back down here in the Grand Rapids area, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, like any time, and because I give them out for free, you know, so yeah. like it. I think I paid like I don't know 200 bucks or something for like a thousand of them or something or something like that. Steel. Yeah, n- not bad at all. And like so I a thousand like I can give them out. I mean, I do my titties and stuff like that, you know. So then yeah. it's like that's great marketing. Like anytime that you can come up with like that little niche or something, you know, where people are like, "Nah, this is cool." Like it just it helps your brand, it helps you because you know, like you feel like people actually care enough to give you money for it or even just ask if it's free, you know? And then it's like it's a confidence booster. So like just having merch honestly is just such a fucking it, it, it's a good feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When did you like? When did you start like branding yourself, if you will? Uh, like, from the long? start. It's from the start. Okay. From the it. start. Yeah, and like I don't recommend that. Like, uh, I had so I had like viral videos and stuff that that did pretty well, and I was like, hey, I'm gonna market these viral videos. Nobody fucking cares, you know. So like I spent yeah. like tons of money on you know like doing like uh characters and stuff like that from from these videos or you know like a saying from a video that that did well and it was like no if you didn't see the video it doesn't matter and if you did right. see the video that doesn't mean you want to pay money to to buy something so it's like you, you literally you have to brand yourself and you know like you're not gonna and i mean unless it's like the grinch with jim carrey right there's actually the grinch has a following yeah you know but nobody's gonna go out and be like oh earth girls are easy like that's what i want it's like no if you're buying that it's because of jim carrey was in it so you're you're still you're you're buying jim carrey yeah no that's a good that's a good way to think about that um Really quick, you just reminded me. Did you see that there was like a horror Grinch movie that came out like at the end of this past year? Uh uh-uh. uh. Dude, have, are you familiar with these horror movies called The Terrifier? Yes. Okay. So yeah, with the, the, the clown? Yeah, like yeah. that. It's like Art the Clown or whatever. Yep. The guy who I think plays that, who plays Art the Clown, played the Grinch. And it was, like, a horror. Like, it looked like the most, like, B-rated, like, low-budget, like, shit movie. Um, But, like, in regards to, like, the Grinch, if there was a real Grinch, this guy probably looked like what the Grinch would look like. That was a great detour, but, like, um, when you said Grinch, I'm like, oh, yeah, so there's a Grinch horror movie. It was, like, I don't know. Don't check it out. Don't. No, I'm going to. Well, did you just hear, (laughs) like, somebody just posted, I saw earlier today, and they're like, Jim Carrey's coming back for uh, The Grinch Part 2. Really? That's that's what I heard, and like Jim Carrey said that he was retiring from acting what, last year or the year before. So. I thought he said he was retiring from acting like five years ago. Honestly, like I could be wrong, but like he's been like painting and shit too, doing a bunch of wild shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, so he he was done, and then when they came to him with the Sonic movie, I think is really what. Uh, yeah, and he was like, you know, I like this is fun. It's like it's generational, you know, like it's something that I can stand behind because now he can be picky, right? You know, like right. like that's when when you're fucking Jim Carrey, you you can be picky with what you do. And so I think like after that, and uh, there was a a bunch of stuff where like he went to uh, what the Oscars or whatever, and they were like, uh, you have to move, you know, like you're in a yeah. TV show and like yeah so it was just it was like a big fucking thing and he's like all right fuck all of this like i'm just gonna go paint and i'm just gonna live out my life right dude what are your top three jim carrey movies uh see that's hard because like or you can ace- say five if you want no particular order just like a few well so i love ace ventura right yeah pet you know for nature calls the pet detective the, yeah the, the, the it's and it's so funny because it's like Every time you watch it, you catch something different, you know, because Jim was so good uh, about like like little subtleties, you know, like even just the way he would like move his eyebrows and stuff like that. That, that, yeah. that would so you would think he was saying one thing, but then like he would be like, you know, but like so he's saying something different, you know, and like whenever if, I was a if, kid. If, 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 if. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like when I was a kid and he was like, uh, the, the girl's like, oh, there's got to be some way that I can pay you. And and he's like, gee, <laughs> let me think. And, the, you know, like I never really understood. But, you know, like she's giving him a blowjob and he's like, oh, you know, the, yeah. the, the women are wi- real. Uh, what does he say? Real wild or, or something around here. And I'm like, as a kid, I never really understood what was going on. And, you know, but it's like yeah. when you get older, you're like, this dude's a fucking like he's a crazy person, but in such a fun way. Oh, yeah, dude. I like the mask, too. The mask is a good one. Yeah, and so my favorite scene, I think, honestly, with with the mask was whenever he is doing the balloon animals, and he's like, a Tommy gun. Yeah. And it turns into a real gun. It's just, it was so bizarre, you know, like, like that, I think that's what I love about Jim Carrey, is just that, like, even in, like, Dumb and Dumber, you know, where he's like, I gotta pee, just go, man. You know, like it's always just so nuts that you're like, this could never happen. But then like throughout the years of when we learned Jim Carrey, like it probably has, like, he's probably just so nuts that like this shit, he would be this way in person. I don't even know if like Ace Ventura would get made today, honestly, just in general, because like the end of that movie, like the plot twist is that like the, that Einhorn is like a transgender person. Uh Uh-huh. Finkel and Einhorn, Einhorn and Finkel, and, like, the... the <laughs> Plunge in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, like, they're gagging. They're gagging themselves <laughs> because this is a transgender person. Like, yeah. that, I don't, that couldn't happen, I don't think. <laughs> Your gun's digging into my hip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and, like, but but that's the thing. It's, like, it was so funny, you know, and, like... Oh, yeah. All, all the shit that he did was just... It, it was always so good, you know? Even, like, with, with Earth Girls Are Easy, and, like, but then if you go to his stand-up, did you, did you ever follow his stand-up much? I did, dude, and, like, I, I didn't, like, watch, like, a bunch of bunch, but, like, there's, like, one of the... Like, the special that's on YouTube where he has, like, that, like, like you know notable like multicolored shirt or whatever yeah yep, with the collar um, and tucked in exactly so yep. during that uh, spe- uh that special he was doing like because i think that was like right before like his like big break with like ventura or whatever mm-hmm. with ace ventura like the things that he does some like his mannerisms and like characters and like like you said the eyebrows and shit like that that all correlates into his movies. Like you oh, see yeah. that in Ace Ventura and also like Bruce Almighty and like, yep. you know, those kinds of movies. And that is like, it's fun knowing those like little Easter eggs, like those precursors that just kind of flush into his film. His films. Oh yeah. Well, and, and th- I think that's what made like uh, the Truman show and uh, uh, eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. That's what made those so good because you're like, wait a minute. Like he's funny as hell, and he literally like I um I think in Liar Liar they said that like some of the best scenes that you know like when he's in the courtroom and all of these things they're all ad lib right Jim Carrey yeah. read a script and just said oh this is what the character this is his persona this is how he's supposed to react to things and then he would ad lib everything. Oh yeah, but, a lot of improv for sure. Exactly yeah, and and which I'm sure came from you know in Living Color and you know d- doing all of those skits where you know you you really get into how to be funny, but when you take the twist and, and like the number twenty three and and you go into a more serious note, I think that's where you really see like wow this guy like there there's more to him than just you know like funny faces. Yeah, dude, I never saw the number 23. Wasn't that one kind of like technically like a thriller or like a horror or something? Yeah, yeah, he was like trying to solve um it's been so long now, but he's trying to solve a murder or, you know, uh his girlfriend got murdered or or something like that. But yeah, it, it's more of a thriller than, you know, just like yeah. a, a, a like a drama, you know, like uh, Eternal Sunshine. Yeah. I never saw I've really only seen like the like the mainly like the comedies. I never saw Eternal Sunshine either. Actually. Yeah. Wow. See, you have like, honestly, so my wife, she's not much of a, a comedy person and she loves Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Like it is gotcha. just it literally like you have this idea. Like, did you ever see Truman Show? I've seen Truman Show. It's been a long time, though. OK, so uh, that's your homework. Uh, yeah, I OK. I don't, I don't know what you're doing tonight or tomorrow, but you have to watch this this weekend and let me know what you think, because it's such a good fucking film. Okay, gotcha. No, I'll have to check out. Uh, you said Eternal Sunshine of, of the, the Spotless Mind. Spotless Mind, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'll check that out, man. It's always fun seeing uh, actors, like comic, like comedy actors, do semi more serious roles or whatever. Yeah. Um, I saw. Uh, did you see Uncut Gems? Just curious with Sandler. Yeah. Yep. I I thought that one was pretty solid. I thought Sandler crushed. Like 
I yes. like like Sandler's one of those guys that like personally like I don't think all of his movies are great to be honest. Really? No, like, I don't think they're all like gold. Like you know, some of the older stuff is great, and like I think Grown Ups is good. Uh-huh. I, like that's my boy is horrible, but I uh, love okay. him and I his love newer him stuff. and Sandberg together. Right. Um, but he Sandler in Uncut Gems, like his character was good, and it just kind of shows that uh, some comedy actors can uh, be versatile. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, th- there was a new one, and fuck if I can't remember what it's called. Um, but we just watched it, and he's like a basketball coach, and you no, know, it was on Netflix, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. And I was just like, man, like, so I'm a huge Sandler fan, you know, like the the SNL cast of, of that the early '90s, you know, with, with Spade and Farley and you, you know, uh, um, Schneider, like. I, I really enjoy all of those guys, you know, just because yeah. I feel like the, it's it's very in line with with my sense of humor. And uh, when I see like with uh, Sandler go into a, a different approach because he was hilarious, you know, like in the water boy and, you know, fucking uh, little Nicky. Little Nicky even was funny. Yeah, exactly. And, and that, that one's so that. bizarre, you know, like it's that's so just, weird. Yeah, like, but like his his iconic roles, you know, uh, Happy Gilmore, um, Billy Madison, yeah. you know, like like when you think of Sandler, to me, that's that's who I think of. So For then sure. when when I see him in today's, because he had that other, uh, like it was like the strange case of Mister some Shonowitz or something, like the, I mean, it, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was know. some Jewish name, but yeah, it was like. That was such a weird film. And then even, which I have to watch again, but have you ever seen uh, Funny People? Dude, Funny People is awesome. So I, when I, I first I saw Sunny People years ago, and I thought that it was going to be a comedy because, A, it's Adam Sandler. B, yeah. it's titled Funny People. And I went in there expecting a comedy, and I came out not laughing. So I was like, that right. was fucking horrible. If they were trying to be a comedy, it was fucking horrible. But like now, knowing what I know now... I think it would be much better to go watch again. Yeah, and I think I haven't seen that one. I watched that movie like before I started stand up, and I feel like if I watched it like again now, being almost like four years into stand up, I would appreciate it so much more too. And also like Sandler plays a guy that has like a weird health thing, and like you know uh-huh. I lost my right nut to, to to cancer, so like you know I uh, I think I would appreciate it more watching it again a second time too. But it oh, was yeah. I I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, well, so the, we'll also have to watch that. I don't know. I don't know how many fucking movies you watch, but I don't have a day job because you know all I do is comedy. So I watch a lot nice. of fucking movies. So yeah. um, I'm gonna watch these and I'm gonna fucking be texting you and being like, "Hey, man, oh, this this so. this is a good one." But yeah. um, no, I kind of want to dive into your uh, your cancer. Um, yeah, dude. Because like, so I let's see, I just did a show. It was a couple weeks ago. Um, at a brewery, it was there was probably about 120 people there. It was is packed out. There was standing Whoa. room only. It was it was a great show. Um, but I was hosting, and you know, whenever you host, you always come in. And if you guys aren't comedians, you're just watching this for fun. Uh, uh if you want to know how a show works, the host goes in, and correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, the host goes in, and it's like fucking somebody that you want to fuck that doesn't want to be fucked, and <laughs> they're not wet at all. Right. You know, yeah. it's like like they knew that there was a possibility they were going to get laid, but they're not really into it yet. You know, so it's like it's like a, a it's like a softcore rape scene, a you know, or yeah. Yeah. All softcore rape rapists. Yeah, exactly. And so, so like that that's how I feel going in as the host, because I'm like, hey, you guys are all having a good time. You're talking, you're, you know, drinking, whatever. But anyway, listen to me now. And I'm going to try and make you laugh whenever you're like, but I was not done with this conversation. Right. So, oh, yeah. So it, it's it's difficult. And then, you know, like, so you kind of get them focused and then you've got your opener who comes in and, and it's funny and kind of, you know, like breaks up the kind of the the weird tension in the room and then you've got your feature that will come in and do really well because now people are okay we're, we're in the laughing mode and then depending upon how many comics but we usually will run four maybe five comics so then uh the your headliner comes in and everybody's ready they're all loose they're drinking they're fucking they're listening they're paying attention and then they kill so being the host you have the hardest job because you're the, glue. You're the bullet biter man yeah right exactly and then if somebody doesn't do well if, if if the the crowd is not receptive to somebody you have to pull them back in so i, I was hosting the show and i opened up with with my parents suicide jokes and 
it's a very hard one to do. So I want to know, is it hard? Like, I know that you do some jokes with, uh, about having cancer. Is that a hard bit to try and like win people over on? Um, I say like for the most part, no, some of like, I have like, you know, a decent like size chunk, like just on cancer material. Uh And sometimes like, depending on like how, the only like way that I feel like sometimes people will get turned off, like sometimes it gets kind of dirty because Mm -hmm. like I talk about like how, like I can't jizz anymore. That's like part of my act. I talk about, I say the word jizz a lot. So like that can sometimes maybe be like a turnoff to people um, because it can get dirty sometimes. But I feel like overall people are pretty open to like wanting to hear, you know, a sur- like a, a survivor's story essentially yeah. um but i will say though it was weird because i've like i've been thinking about this i've like thought back on this recently i would go out and do like shows during like peak chemotherapy like oh, where shit. okay oh yeah no i went through like four like really heavy cycles of chemo like I lost my hair. Like, dude, that's like a a misconception about cancer too, or like chemo, at least by the way, like I lost like my eyebrows, my beard, like Heisenberg is like, that's all make-believe. You know what I mean? Like he had like a nice goatee that it it goes away. You know what I mean? And so like, weirdly, like during those, like, you know, that like, you know, several months or whatever that was, uh, I had jokes that kind of i would say like had a shelf life to a certain degree okay that makes sense meaning like i couldn't say some of those things now because weirdly like audiences didn't like don't have a visual now to go with it if that makes sense you know what i mean yeah like uh just as you're describing this you know with with the comedic brain that i have i imagine you you hairless you know all over and you're like it's kind of weird that they removed one of my testicles and now my whole head looks like a testicle you know like (laughs) like so but you can't do that now because they'll be like i don't get it you just you look normal yeah exactly like i had a joke that was like one of my favorite jokes i would do like one short joke at the top and then no matter like what the uh no matter like how big the laugh was my follow-up to that would just be like oh i already have more laughs than i do white blood cells right now and that would always like get a great pop because like yeah most people can like will be like look at me and be like okay something's slightly off you know what i mean right and so like it is like it's kind of cool that those jokes like that is for sure like shelved material. You know what I mean? Like I kind of yeah. miss saying some of those things. Obviously I don't miss chemo, but like, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but like, no, like it's, it is weird though, because like, to, like, like answering your question, like do people, are people like receptive to it? Like, yeah, for sure. It's like, it's an interesting angle. I usually have them like in my, in my hand, like when I go to say those jokes or whatever. But like I said, it is kind of interesting having jokes that like are shelved now too. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and I, I can definitely like, I can't relate, but I can, I can come from it or uh, come at it from the angle of, you know, knowing comedy. And that is something that is difficult, right? As a comedian, because you, you have these ideas, you have these jokes that you love that you've, you know, you, you've literally, you know, put blood, sweat and tears and sometimes a whole testicle into. And yeah. it's like, it's like, not you, any jizz though. Right. Yeah. No, I didn't come on it, but I did slap a testicle on it. Yeah. <laughs> like, but so, you know, it's like you, you love these jokes, you know, and they're your little babies. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's like, man, I wish that I could use that. Like I had one that was really good that I used to use about how like, um, COVID turned my wife into a prostitute, whatever, because she started working from home. So since she was home more, we fucked more, you know, and she was always yeah, on the okay. clock. So she's getting paid for it and whatever. It wasn't a good joke, but it was a funny joke that, that, oh, you know, sure. like, it was like, relevant. It was, you know, topical to COVID and exactly. Know. Yeah. And like, and I've had a lot of people say that they really like that joke. Well, it's irrelevant anymore. You know, if, if I'm like, let's bring up COVID, people are going to be like, fucking still. You know, yeah. it, it's almost like an instant turn off rather than a turn on because, like, everybody's just so fucking over it. But if you come yeah. out and, and you're like, hey, yeah, look, I'm hairless. I'm going through chemo. I look like this and that. People are going to be like, none of this is accurate at all. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's, it's wild, too, because – 
right now at least like i don't like because like obviously like the like the whole cancer thing is kind of like definitely like, a defining like i have those jokes and, like i'm kind of like i'm quote unquote like a cancer comic like there's you know a few of them there's a handful of them that i know um you know thank god most of them are all doing well um but like i also don't want that to be like the like the thing that i'm known for i want like my yeah. other jokes to speak for themselves and like you know i don't feel the need to do cancer jokes all the time because you know i mean you hit open mics you know that like you see a lot of the same faces i don't want to just be like talking to comics about you know not jizzing all the time you know what yeah. i mean so it's like i want to like only pull those jokes out for like you know probably paid gigs and like you know just showcases and things like that i want like the other the other weird jokes to uh, to shine too you know what i mean yeah no and it's funny so uh like th- this is why i love this podcast because like it 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 brings up so many things that that i i don't think about on my own to to talk to people about but being a uh a boxed in comic is something that we all worry or I don't know if we all worry about it, but I feel like the good ones worry about, you know? So I used to do a lot of sexual jokes and it was all sex, 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 this and that, you know? And it's like, it's like, they're funny, whatever, you know, but it's like, everybody's talking about it. But whenever you get to the point where you're talking about real shit, it's totally different. And, but cancer to you is real shit, right? Yeah. But but you're not wanting to get locked into, oh, yeah, let, let's see how we're going to feel bad about or feel bad for him today. Let's see how, you know, no. he's going to type cancer and something that happened 10 years ago into how it's affecting his his marriage or, you know, like whatever. So it's like that's actually very like that is something that I have worried about because like I don't want to be the guy who is like, oh, he's only uh, vulgar. Oh, he only talks about, you know, dark comedy. Like so it being, you know, I kind guess, of versatile uh, in a way. Yeah, exactly. Which with cancer, you can make it, you know, you can go dark, you can go light, you can go all yeah. kinds of different ways, but not wanting to be super topical, I guess, is kind of a, a different um, issue that I've never really thought about. Yeah, it's like one of those things where, uh, again, like those jokes and like those are all like, they're all special to me. And like, I also too, like, it's weird because like sometimes like when I open like that part of like my set, I like, you know, address it like I'm a survivor. And it's weird because I'm at a I'm at a point right now where like I like don't like coming out. And I like, again, I'm for like forever thankful that like, you know, I'm in remission, but like I feel like a fraud almost for going up there and saying I'm a cancer survivor. Not a like fraud's not the right word to use, but it's just like because I'm not doing it for sympathy. This I, I'm not Absolutely. really doing it for sympathy. I'm doing it because I want people to hear these jokes. I want them to laugh at these jokes. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully just like, you know, think about it, you know, the next day or something. Like, oh yeah, like we just heard like a cancer survivor talk. Like it's not like for me. Like it is for me, but not like not that way anymore. Does that make sense? It does. It, it like it's so I, I've got um actually I've got several friends who have lost a testicle to cancer. Um and and it's one of way my more common than you think, by the way. Oh yeah, no, and and that's um so Zane Nelson. Um, I, if you're watching Zane, uh, this is a shout out to you. Um, he lost. I think he said that he lost his uh left one. I could be wrong, but. It, to to cancer and so I asked him one time and just just out of curiosity I was like how did you know you know and he was like buddy you gotta fucking feel him you know he said I felt him and something felt wrong there was a lump and I was like it's probably it is what it is you know and he pushed it off and then eventually he got sick and it was like oh you got testicular cancer and he's like so now and he doesn't it's not the only thing he talks about he's also an artist and you know does like all kinds of cool shit it, it doesn't it it has not become him you know it yeah. is just it, it is something it's that he dealt with yeah right exactly and but he's like if you have questions go to a doctor and oh yeah and and being somebody with a microphone and that's it's the same thing with like with my dead parent stuff it's like i'm doing this stuff in a way that makes you laugh and makes you think that you know like this is okay but i'm also being an advocate for the idea that like it's also okay to ask for help because i am the product of a double suicide you know both my parents where you're the product of cancer you know like so 
talking to people, making it, you know, like fun and interactive, but also like, it's still serious. It's still something that we oh, go yeah. through. Yeah. 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 No, like it's, and that's the thing too. Like when, uh, you can like sometimes like, I mean, obviously you're on stage and you can feel like that shift. You know what I mean? Like if you say like, again, like that's where it is. Like, again, I don't want to say these jokes all the time, but like, you know, in certain cases, it is a fun card to pull, you know what I oh, mean? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Or like, you know, like same thing with like, you know, your your parents' material or whatever. Like, you can that does like. I have a really good comic friend in Michigan, who says like, you know, it's just like joking. Like in today's world of like comics who are straight white guys, you gotta have something to like kind of set you apart from the other straight white guys. You know what yeah. I mean? Yep. And this is that to a certain degree. You know what For I mean? For sure. It yep. makes you interesting. It makes you, it makes people like probably want to hear more about it. Like, you know, after, and that's the thing too, man. Like it is like really cool to hear people. Like people have come up to me after the shows and been like, Hey, like I know someone or like, I'm also a survivor. And that was so fucking funny. Like, that's like, that's the biggest win. You know what I oh, mean? Absolutely. Yeah. No. And, and that's, what's so cool. And like, I think that is where it becomes, you know, like it's part of you. It is not who you are. Right. Because it's like, I can be this person who's funny, you know, like you're going to laugh whenever I talk about, you know, my wife, you're going to laugh whenever I talk about um, my Crohn's disease. You're going to laugh when I talk about all of these different things, but it's all collective to, to, to create us. But if there was one of those, those things that you could relate to that, you know, could I don't know, potentially help you in, in your life if you've got Crohn's disease, if your parents killed themselves, or you, if you are trying to kill yourself, whatever, you know, you're dealing with cancer, wh whatever the case may be, if you could laugh at those other things, and then also kind of like relate to the the, the deeper things, the, the harder things to talk about, then you realize that like, oh, the shit that I'm dealing with is, it's not that bad. Like, it, I'm not saying it's good, but I'm saying it, right. it, 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 it can, it'll get better, you know? And and sometimes it doesn't, you know, sometimes, sometimes cancer kills people. And, and that's, you know, my grandma died of cancer. It, it does happen. But yeah. if, if you can find solace in the moment through a comedian talking about it or through, you know, whatever, then we're still doing our fucking job. We're still making oh, people yeah. happy. No doubt, dude. And you said something interesting there uh, a second ago, just like that. Uh, you said basically, um, not that like like god you said it obviously we were talking about how it doesn't define you or whatever but just that like people can like take just like take that away you know what i mm -hmm. mean like that's like a takeaway where it's like you know people you could it can always like be like worse off and it, it, what you were saying kind of reminded me of like you know yeah sure i shelved these like some of these jokes or whatever but and i now people don't have like a visual to go with it but this right now is the current product of survival and a right. sign of hope maybe like if there's someone in the crowd who's like you know i just got diagnosed with cancer like you know or like hey like i a close friend of mine just you know killed himself like you are like that's like like you said that's what that's the point i was trying to make that is doing our job you know what right. i mean exactly yep you're for putting sure. a, you're making something that's like fucking heavy you know trauma like this big heavy like the word cancer suicide those words have weight you know oh, absolutely I mean? yeah, yeah. No, th those are not things that you want to talk about in normal conversation right like i'm not going to go up to somebody like uh my wife's birthday just passed uh it was monday the day that we uh heard about my dog and everybody's like hope you have a great day this and that you know and you're not going to be like hey it would have been a great day but my dog has cancer you know you're not going to yeah. do that to somebody you know so like you can't just bring that up in a normal conversation you know so us being on stage, everybody's listening to us because we have the microphone. So when we're talking and we are saying these, you know, um, trigger words, if you will, um, we're really, it's like, it's going to go one of two ways. And it always does. It always goes one of two ways. You know, people start to side with you or people get mad at you and either way you are bringing light to a situation. And that yeah. is, that is what we're supposed to do. And, you know, like, as a comedian, I I think everybody thinks, you know, like it's always supposed to just be, you know, like funny ha-has, but it's not always just funny ha-has, you know. It's yeah. like, of course we want people to laugh, but 
it's not knock knock who's there. It's like no, laugh at the things that you're not supposed to laugh at and dance the line and and realize that there's different perspectives to every situation. Like uh, my uncle used to say something, and it really it, it's resonated with me my entire life. He was like, no matter how thin a fucking pancake is, right? No matter how thin, there's always two sides to it. And it's huh. like, that's so fucking true. And then he said, touch my penis. Well, he touched me. <laughs> I'm yeah, yeah, no, he just he, he said uh, uncle. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. nah. Well, so now, uh, did you have two testicles when your uncle was touching you? <laughs> At the time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's I what did. happened to it. <laughs> yeah, he, he was an he alcoholic. Yeah. No, so every like he maybe he uh, he gave me cancer through the touch, you know. <laughs> <laughs> See that that could be yeah. Not only am I a cancer survivor, but I'm also uh, I, I survived the touch of my uncle. So yeah. <laughs> luckily he he was right-handed, so he only grabbed my left testicle. You know, he, he left <laughs> the other one alone. Yeah, 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 dude. He uh, he's he's ambidextrous, maybe. You know. Oh right, <laughs> he went for both of them. Yeah. <laughs> what a guy. He just <laughs> he knew how to make you feel good from every angle. Yeah, good and uncomfortable. Yeah. Right. <laughs> now, being from being from the Midwest, uh, like it, it's fun. Well, see, I'm gonna backtrack. You're from Michigan. You're born and raised in Michigan, right? I was technically born in the southwest suburbs of Chicago, but like oh, okay. I grew. Yeah, I grew up in Michigan though. I moved with my parents when I was like four or five to okay. Traverse. Yeah, but I, I, I consider myself a Michigan kid. Yeah, but still, even being from Chicago, you're still from the Midwest. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you're uh, Indiana, right? Right, yeah. Yep, so um, I was about three hours south of Chicago uh, in Terre Haute, Indiana. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, so, uh, but but being from the Midwest, people are always like, oh, Midwest, you know, like, you guys fuck your cousins and stuff like that. But I feel like with, with Michigan, people don't realize that, like, Michigan is part of the Midwest because you guys are so far north, right? You know, so I feel like you guys really kind of, like, you miss a lot of the, uh, I don't know, like— like the the negative connotations that come with being from the Midwest. That's fair. I feel like Traverse City in particular, because like you said, Traverse is like up in Michigan. Uh -huh. It's like, you know, that's, I mean, it's far enough up north to where it is kind of separate in a way from, you know, the bigger cities down below, like, you you know, Grand Rapids and Ann Arbor and yeah. uh, Detroit over on the east side of the state. Um, it is, I think it's its own little bubble for sure. Um, yeah, well, it's it, a weird place. Yeah. And anytime, you know, like, cause my friends used to always talk about, you know, like Northern Michigan, you know, whatever. And it's like, we don't really, and, and most States, except for like Texas, they've got like, because it's so fucking big. Right. And then like California, you've got NorCal and SoCal, you know, so like it's actually split, but like I spent 10 years in Florida and nobody was like, oh, we're in so flow, you know, like it was just like you're, yeah, th there is Southern Florida, but you're just in Miami, you know. Yeah, so flow. Oh, that I don't yeah. like that. Acronym. No, it, yeah, it, it it doesn't exist. It sounds like a, it sounds like a slimy guy from Florida. <laughs> I'm gonna start using it now. <laughs> Welcome to so flow. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to have like a little bit of cocaine residue from your nose, whatever, yeah, when you say it. But yeah, but, wired. So flow, you know. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, but with like a fake gold chain. You yeah, know, like, oh yeah, yeah, some, but, like some little made in China plastic uh, Halloween store chain. Exactly, yeah, but like they believe it's real. Yeah, and then, but but you would never be like, I'm from Norflow, because like that. God, oh, yeah, yeah, it's it's even worse. Like, oh, so you're from Jacksonville? Like, so you're from, like, if you could make Miami worse, it would be Jacksonville. So yeah. it's. Just, <laughs> It's like none of this makes sense. But with with Michigan, you guys, which you have your own little fucking hand thing and, you know, whatever. But, <laughs> but so you guys have the weird shit. But it's like uh, my your friends are like. hand thing? That's so funny. Yeah, because nobody no, else you're, you're not it. wrong. Yeah, like th did I tell you I had a, a guy in L.A. and uh, I was like, oh, hey, whatever, you know, where are you from? And he fucking bent his arm and was like, I'm from this part of California. And I'm like, are you from Michigan? And he was like, <laughs> he said, how did you know? And I said, because the only people in the entire fucking world that show where they're from on a body part is people from fucking Michigan. 
And he was like, yeah. And he was like, yeah, I'm from you. And I'm like, go fuck yourself right now. Just I'm done with this conversation. That's so bizarre that he used an arm. Like, I know, I mean, yeah, and it was like it looked like a broken arm because he was trying to do the shape of California, you know yeah. how it like cuts over. Yeah, I was I've like, never fuck heard this that guy. Before. Yeah, like imagine if I pulled my dick out and I was like, I'm from this part of Florida. I know that's what I was. <laughs> I was just gonna fucking say that. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, like no, you couldn't, because I would probably only reach Jacksonville. You wouldn't even get the. There's <laughs> no. There's no way the tip is at Miami. Absolutely no. not. <laughs> you you said you were in Florida for 10 years? Uh yeah, after my mom died I went to Florida. Wow, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, so that's, that's, you didn't do any comedy there, right? No, um I didn't start comedy till I moved to LA. Okay, gotcha. And then remind me you were in LA for how long? Uh just 2 years. Just 2 and then you came to to Texas. Uh then I went back to Indiana cuz it was during COVID, yeah, and then I came to Texas. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, what was I, it for you that I guess uh, I forgot if I asked you this when I visited, but it's still relevant now. Like what made you choose Texas essentially? Uh, so we were thinking about going back to L.A. Um, just because, I mean, it's L.A., you know, right. but it, it was like my wife was like, I want to buy a house. I want to do things, you know, like I, I want to feel like I'm still moving forward in my life as well. You know, like while you move forward in yours. And I was like, that that's fair. So, um, everybody was leaving LA because of the politics and everything, you know, so exactly. Yeah. And, and so they were all leaving and, and coming to Texas because it was like, Oh, I can do the same thing. I can buy a house opposed to live in a small apartment and I can, you know, not have to be so limited on on the things that I can do. So, we were like, why skip the middleman and go to fucking California again? Why not just go straight to Texas? Yeah. Nice. No, yeah, I, it's definitely uh it everyone it's wild because like when I visited there, there were people that like I met who not only were just like from the area, but also like I met people who were visiting. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. I met a bunch of comics, like some from Florida, some from New York, and like yep. it's it is crazy just how how much I guess things have changed. I mean, you have like experience now. Like I mean, you were in LA and then went to you're like you know in in Texas now, so you've had like experience with two big scenes right now. You know right. What I mean? Yeah, for sure. And and it helps too. And something that uh, we're working on doing and, you know, I don't know, may, may, maybe we'll uh, tweak it a little bit, but we are planning a tour uh, this, this summer to, for me to go like all through the Midwest, like to, to start here and go up into like uh, Kansas City and then over to like Des Moines and then go into uh, Minneapolis and then over to like Madison and then, you know, kind of just, just do this, this nice little swoop, you know? Yeah, and so cool, dude. Yeah, and, and and I think like it would be great. Like I know you because wh- how far are you from Madison? I don't know exact hours off the top of my head. Would you but, drive uh, it? Like it, I said, would you drive it? Like do do you know people who drive it? Oh yeah, no, like it's it's do like it's it's not that bad. I've been to Wisconsin, like from uh, and plus like from Chicago too. Like I can even like take like I think the fucking ferry over. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And th- yeah, that's probably much closer. So, I think that'd be the most convenient route, actually. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. and so, like, um, because we're just we're trying to think, you know, like, of ways to to just get out there, you know. So, like, if, if this goes well, maybe we'll we'll do it again, and then like we'll try and jump over into Michigan, you know, and then yeah. you know, like like it'd be great to see you and you know see what you guys have going on over there and like that. Would, I, it, it's always great to just kind of like not only reconnect with your friends, but to uh, kind of forces you know and, oh, and absolutely dude for sure yeah. please i know you mentioned this is like just jumping a little bit but like still do i'll do like you know some artwork for you i know that you had mentioned that oh yeah absolutely portrait or whatever like you know let me know about that because i like to i like to help comics out in that sense and like i've drawn a lot of like a lot of people in like the grand rapids scene here like i've drawn like little variations of portraits of them so 
I hook comics up with deals too. So yeah, no, and and I appreciate it. And as soon as we get all of this shit done uh, with with my dog, because I didn't realize it was so expensive to put a dog down. Uh, but but as soon as we yeah. get all of this, yeah, it's stupid. As soon as we get all this figured out, you know, and I've got a little extra spending money, then I will definitely um, get a hold of yeah. you for that. And uh, if you guys out there, you know, you want any work done, I uh, definitely uh, go check him out. I'm gonna put all of his links down at the bottom so you can go see his his work, his fucking comedy. It, it's it's all great, man. And um, I've had such a good time. You know, like we just met what fucking you said it was November. Like, oh, yeah. End of October, November. A few yeah. Months ago. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I just I feel like I've known you like forever. Oh, yeah. No, that's like that's like absolutely like that's like why like when you again, thank you for having me on your podcast. Because, of course. Like, this is like I love when like worlds collide in a way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Kind of like what you were just saying in the sense that like, you know, I met you in Temple, Texas, you know, the first weekend of November, the first week of November, whatever it was. And then here we are fast forward, you know, X amount of months later and doing a podcast long distance over Skype from Grand Rapids to, you know, Texas, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's fun. It's weird. That's like what, I think that's like the really, like one of like the coolest parts about like, you know, the networking side of uh, doing something stupid and silly like stand-up comedy you know what i mean yeah no for sure and like it, it, it's funny because you know like in any industry you know except maybe like being a doctor but like any industry you've got the people who are just like eh, i do this on the weekends and then you have the people who are like oh, i'm serious about it and if your doctor is only a weekend doctor get the fuck out you know like go, <laughs> go, go somewhere else yeah but, but 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 it's cool, you know. Whenever you meet the guys who are like actually they're they're in it, they're involved, they're invested because you you can see it, you know, like you can feel the passion. And I, I love being able to like create this uh th- th- this fun atmosphere and, and relationship, you know, professionally and you know uh and personal. So then that way we we can all get better and and grow. And it's just it's it's fucking fun. Oh, it's it's the best. Like they're really like it's so much fun. I wouldn't like. There's like there were times like, you know, kind of like earlier on where I'm like, ah, like, you know, there's always like kind of like that hesitation of like, you know, is this for me? But like, dude, no, like I can't stop. You yeah. Know I mean? It's no. It is like a weird drug yeah. at this point. You know for what sure. I mean? Yeah. People like, like ref- when you kill, like when you do well, it's like, fuck. I got to do that again. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah. And then when you bomb, you're like, I want to do well. So then that way I, I stop feeling this way. Yeah. You want to exactly. do like redemption or whatever. You know what yep. I mean? Yeah, like my wife and I, we were talking earlier this morning, and she was like, if you stopped comedy today, like seriously, if you stopped comedy today, just, you know, like uh, metaphorically speaking, what would you do with your life? And I said, be miserable. You know, like I I, I don't know what else I would do. I almost do. thought like, you said, beat you miserably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that's what I meant. That's, that, that, that's what I implied. It, but like, no, like I don't know what else I would do. You know, like, yeah. like, yeah, I love working on my fucking cars. I love doing, you know, these, these other things like comedy is not all that I am, but it's a huge part of who I am, you know? So it's like, it just, it, it really, I don't know what else I would do because like this, it's not a job to me. It is a passion. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. It is. Uh, there's like that debate. I feel like too, I've heard of like, is stand up art or is it not? I think it's art. You know, I've said, I've said this before, like, uh, a good handful of times, but like, you know, like I said, since I also like draw, like I have a degree in like illustration, it's way more different. And I'll say complex going through the motions of like writing, performing and delivering a joke than it is like working on like a drawing or like, you know, maybe like a painting or something like that. Uh He's like, yeah, you can technically finish each, but I feel like it takes longer to do a joke. Yeah. And, and, and so that is something that we, we like as comics, we talk about all the time. If you want to be a good artist and not everybody's a good artist, don't let me cut you short on, you know, your talent, but you can go to these different classes, right? You can go, you can literally go to the library and, and pull out how to like learning how to sketch and it will will teach you how to draw eyeballs and it'll teach you how to draw noses. And so, and it doesn't mean you're gonna get good, but it literally, it's the foundation. If you want to be a doctor, I mean, that is so, it's not, again, not easy, but you know, you have to go to school. You have to do good. You have to pay attention. You have to get good grades and you have to do certain things. With stand-up comedy, you don't know because what makes you laugh is not going to make me laugh. And what makes that guy laugh is definitely, you know, it's totally different. And I think making a joke 
And like, so with, with art, just like with comedy, there's so many different types, you know, we've got one liners, we've got storytelling, we've got all kinds of you know, dark humor, we've got clean, yeah. you know, and, and, and ju just like art, you have, uh, you know, you've got like traditional, you have your abstracts, you've got, you know, like all, all kinds, you've got, I mean, physical arts where if you make sculptures, you know, it, it's, it's, there's so many different mediums, whatever. But when, when it comes to, uh, telling jokes i feel like it, it's more it's a different art form because you can literally say like i choke my wife every night and people will be like you're a shitty person yeah. but if you but if you say i choke my wife every night because that really turns her on you know like then way you're different. like way different you know yeah. so, so you're like okay so so you literally like it, it's perspective and it's delivery i mean you can deliver a a, a a painting to people any way that you want to, you know, you're like, Hey, look at this. Hey, look at this. You know, like you can, you can say it, but it's, it's always going to be the same picture. Right. Yeah. But, but literally the way that we phrase things, the way that we, you know, uh, enunciate things, the way that we time things, it's all fucking different. So it just, it frames it in a totally different way. So it's just, it's very unique. Oh, absolutely, dude. It's, uh, I love it. You can't stop, you know? Yeah. Can't yeah, stop. No. It's, it's yeah. beautiful. Um, just so you know, I don't want, I got a little notification. I'm in the last 10% of my phone battery, so I don't okay. want it to die. This has been great, but, um, just wanted to give you that little warning just so you know. Yeah. Well, let's jump in here. So, uh, we've got the ice box. You can't see it cause it's a little bit different setup whenever, uh, it's online, but so it's just a random question. We'll just, we'll talk about it, you know, and, and then we'll, we'll be on our way. Cool. All right. So this is, if you could live in the past or the future, which would you choose? Oh, I think I would live in the future okay. because, yeah. because like you can always, uh, I feel like I kind of like live in the past, uh, not all the time, but like I get nostalgic a lot and I okay. kind of view nostalgia as living in the past. Absolutely. So the future, the future is like interesting because like, i don't know like the, it'd be fun to live in the future a little bit because i wouldn't like want to fully like you know move into the future you know what i mean yeah it's, i want to be like surprised but yeah i would say because i don't know what's going to happen too like that's like you know I've, if i've lived i've i already know my past so why would i want to I, I don't know that's just my take I've, I've already lived in the past and like i'm nostalgic enough so yeah the future i'd say the future see that's that's interesting so um like i'm not uh i'm not a doctor in psychology or anything but um i, I did study psychology in high school um we had several psychology classes and it, it's interesting so uh just the way that you're explaining this i want to live in the future uh because i'm nostalgic so this if you're living in the future, and this is how I would be, if I was living in the future, I'm one of the um, the good old days type of people. You know, I'm yeah. always looking back, right? Because my parents are back there. You know, like all all the things that I miss are already back there. I don't I, sure. I don't know what's up front. So it, it's funny to hear you say I like looking back and reminiscing and you know thinking about the past, but I want to go to the future. But so in turn, you would just be reminiscing about now. Whoa. So yeah, like, right. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, that's just to me. That's it, it's it's nuts. It's bizarre. It's strange. No, I didn't think about that. That's weird. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. Like, I'm again. I I'm just a fucking idiot drinking no, some you're a little bourbon right now, dude. <laughs> you got a wizard's hat on. You got to you know grow that goatee or whatever. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, like, I gotta let my, my chest hair's already going gray. I gotta like let it fucking <laughs> fro out so then that way people know. Listen, I'm gonna fuck your shit up. Yeah, you got you got that tie dye on. You're a little hippie, aren't you? <laughs> no, believe me, I hate hippie. I'm so not hippie. But like, I, <laughs> I just... hate hippies. You heard it here on uh, Life Is Cooler with AC. Alice Cunningham hates hippies. He hates hippies. <laughs> no, I just like people who are just like, yeah, man. You know, I'm just like, all right, get the fuck out of here. Like, I I don't smoke <laughs> weed. I don't do. You know, I'm like, no, I don't want your VW bus. I don't want to fucking like. I have an '85 Dodge Ram pickup that has no exhaust on it. Like, I'm blowing up your ozone layer. Get out of here, okay? Yeah, yeah, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, like, make room for the future, okay? Because I want to reminisce on today. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but no, man, thank you so much for being here. And um, shoot me your uh, and I'm gonna put them all again. I'm gonna put all of them down here. Shoot me your uh, your social so then that way I can so these guys can go check you out. And uh, man, thank you so much for being here. Dude, thank you. This was so much fun. This was also like really uh, philosophical too. I feel throughout yeah. the whole. Uh, I love these conversations. So for real, thanks for having me. Uh, like I said, I know you'll drop the handles, but yeah, Instagram is just at the Brad Benshaw. So check it out. I got artwork, bunch of artwork, and uh, you know some stand-up clips on there. And uh, yeah, man, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, not a problem. And thank you guys for watching. And we'll see you next week. Peace.